0: this is nathan fitch crash landing on the moon tower podcast three two one let's jam
1: Welcome, folks, to the first uh, video recording of the Moon Tower podcast. Whoa! I mean, Hubbard—that's Nate Fitch, in case you hadn't noticed by now. Hey! Welcome to the studio, which looks like a room. I think we broke into.
0: Yep. I know so, I did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you broke into it and you started paying for it. Yep. That's how they get you. Yeah, just like sorry, <laughs> I broke the door down. But uh, no, we decided it's about time to start doing some video for the show. Get some more people, some more foot traffic. People watching. Apparently, people like to watch podcasts instead of just listening to them. Who thunk it? I know. <laughs> we got us a nice little two shot setup with uh, Nate in the foreground and me back here with half my face covered by the uh, glorious microphone.
0: Enjoy us while we're in the shot.
1: Yes. So um, here's my cat. Which which cat is that? That's I keep Kit ca- Kat. That's Kit Kat. I keep getting them mixed up little cameo Yep, she's a tiny one impromptu cameo so uh <clears throat> well last week we talked about media bias we talked about propaganda we talked about uh tv shows when we were kids you looking yeah. for a job yep whole bunch of stuff so uh i realized a, a fan of ours on on the facebook's commented saying we haven't really done a whole lot of Halloween stuff this month, which... Yeah,
0: no, that is true. That is
1: I, true. I hate to admit, uh, October being my probably my proclaimed favorite month oh, yeah. of the year.
0: Oh, yeah. an <clears throat> ultimate month. I mean, if I can ever enjoy a September again, then, you know, that's usually my favorite month, you No, know, I'm
1: just going to wake <laughs> up. But <clears throat> they said, uh, yeah, we haven't done any Halloween stuff, and I hate, and once again, I hate to admit that... I didn't really realize it was the end of the damn month. Yeah, dude. It's kind of, like, I'm, what, like 26th today? 25th.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: 25th. So we got six more days to cram in a whole, well, actually, this one episode. Yeah. Six more days left in the month, but. Oh,
0: shit, sure. I got like six days to, like, make a Halloween apparatus.
1: Oh. Sexually? Maybe. Big pumpkin with a giant
0: Doop! It'll be It'll be a sexy pumpkin with a giant dong.
1: Sex pumpkin? Yep. Uh, is there a hole cut in the back?
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there's two. <laughs> you know, for fun. No, There's actually
1: three. <laughs> two of them are a little bit lower than the uh, first one. Mm. But, uh, yeah, we haven't really done a whole uh, lot <laughs> of Halloween stuff, so let's talk about scary movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't really watched any this month. I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, I, I watched, yeah, dude. I, did, I got in my Manhunter fix.
0: Okay. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. I watched that with the lady friend. We both enjoyed it. Manhunter, if you don't know, uh, 1986, Michael Mann, has uh, William Peterson playing the Will Graham character. It's the prequel to uh, Silence of the Lambs.
0: Okay. Hell, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know you're talking
1: it. Because it came out four years before Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Brian Cox, who plays, <laughs> uh, he plays the, um, the, me, uh, the psychological mediator in Zodiac. He plays the oh, sergeant in yeah. Super Troopers. Okay. Uh, he plays Hannibal Lecter and for my money i prefer him over over uh, anthony hopkins i hate to admit it actually no i don't hate Man, to admit it you know i think
0: be- hopkins has his place but you know i could see that guy doing a good
1: job yeah and i realized um when it comes to like scary movies i prefer like thrillers
0: yeah oh no definitely definitely over like straight up horror or like slashers or whatever you yeah. want to call them. Yeah, I mean that. the
1: slasher yeah. movies. That's that's. Yeah, they
0: got their. Names. Those are fun. Yeah, and zombie like older zombie flicks. I yeah. enjoy
1: because of yeah. stuff like that. It's it's pretty fun to like see how people get killed in the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Rolling Stone the the their website put together. This was like six seven years ago. A compilation of all of the deaths in um, the Friday the Thirteenth movies. All of them, including like the quote unquote reboots and freddy versus jason all that shit but like yeah yeah all of them from the original to the through the sequels to the reboots and shit and it i had to turn it off because the sound effects like started grossing me out yeah like the, okay. blah, blah, yeah
0: blah, blah. yeah like the early 90s style of like yeah just like all like the like you know like jam jelly noises and all that shit
1: Bre- breaking chicken bones and yeah like blah. yeah yep I, well, one of my favorite ones i think he Throws a handicap, of dude in a wheelchair down a flight of stairs and electrocutes him or some shit. I think what it was the like fuck? the fourth or fifth <laughs> one. Yeah, it was bad. But I, I realize like I prefer, um, like thrillers, like something like Manhunter or Seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Angel Heart. That's one of my personal favorites. Is Angel Heart. Yeah. Um, how
0: do you feel about Jacob's Ladder? I've been trying to see that one for a minute.
1: Honestly, I've never seen it really yes okay it's on. it's on the long 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 dick long list of movies i still haven't seen fair enough but i heard it's uh it's a mind fuck
0: yeah yeah pretty much it's like uh what is it the game silent hill 2 is like heavily inspired by that one okay yeah i I, I like that game a lot i heard yeah
1: see like the like the horror video games like doom silent hill uh What's what's the Resident big one? Evil. Resident Evil,
0: yeah, all that stuff. I never yeah, got. No, no, it brought over the new uh, Resident Evil two that
1: one time. That yeah. was pretty cool. I never got. I never got into that stuff. Well, I, I was never a big video gamer to begin with. Yeah, mine was my video games were pretty simple. It was like football games, uh, like indie car racing, Ken Giff- Ken Griffey baseball, which I'm kind of dating myself because that's <laughs> the N64 Goldeneye fucking. Um, Oh, Sarge's Heroes, the Army Men game—that yeah, was yeah, my jam. Yeah. And then when we got PlayStation, my brother took it over, and was it was basically Dave Mira and Tony Hawk, like the BMX skateboarding games. Yeah, all yeah. about that stuff. So like the horror movie video games, I never got into. I've seen people play them, like I've seen people play Resident Evil, and I've yeah. seen people play Doom and whatnot. I just never went through the levels myself. I guess the closest thing I got to was. Going through House of the Dead. Uh, the f-
0: oh, dude, those games are fucking sweet. Yeah, the first, yeah. I,
1: we, we went through the first three, me and my my old friend, uh, Scott Doe, Scott Dow. We what went is through- it?
0: The one on the Wii, like the Overdose or yes. whatever, that one is just ridiculous. Yes. It is fucking ridiculous. It's like a Rob Zombie film. It's like, you know, a playable shooter. God, it's, it's good. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we went,
1: we went through the third one on the Wii, and we took all night because we went through the entire game. Yeah, yeah. And it was fun as hell. We had a blast. Well, yeah, like, the horror movie games, I never got into. I never got into those, and I, I... It was just one of those things I just didn't do. Yeah,
0: that's, like, the cool thing about nowadays, you just, like, go on YouTube and watch, like, anybody play those games. I never, like, enjoy playing, like, horror games. I'm, like, too, way too anxious. Like, the last one I played was uh, Amnesia the Dark Descent. That's, a, like, a good, like, atmosphere game. Like, you literally can't, like, fight any of the monsters or whatever you have to hide. Really? And, like, like lights, like, big, like, uh... I guess, like, uh, feature. Because, like, if you're, like, in, like, darkness for too long, you start to get, like, uh, visual distortions. Like, you're, like, tripping out or whatever because you're, like, so fucking, like, scared or whatever. Like, your character in-game. Really? So, like, yeah. So it kind of <coughs> fucks with you.
1: That's... that I yeah What you said about, like, watching people play those games. Yeah, yeah. Or just video games in general. I was always... I work better as a spectator. Yeah, no, I, I really on <coughs> a lot of that. Like, when, uh, it's not a horror, horror movie game, but uh, a couple of friends were, like, big into Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I always enjoyed watching people play Call of Duty instead of playing Call of Duty. Because mm-hmm. my thing with Call of Duty was, okay, which gun shoots the most the fastest? Yeah, yeah. And... You know, getting killed 25 times in a round and getting 6 kills, but...
0: Yeah, no, I was never good at those, like, competitive shooters. Like, I'll play them every once in a while, just, like, shits and giggles. Like, Damn. I still play Apex Legends from time to time. That's kind of, like, same vein. Like, I don't know, more uh, Battle Royale-y,
1: I guess. I will say the updated Mario Kart yeah. stuff. Yeah, No, Mario Kart is always fun. Like, like the, the, the newest versions of it with, yeah. like, the tripped-out levels... Uh, the neighbor, his fr- his boyfriend Matt, brought brought that up. Okay. Uh, several months ago, and it was, uh, it was actually the last time I saw him before he moved to New Orleans, and New Orleans. We were having a bitchin' time playing that. Like I came in, it was after, it was during one of my improv classes, and I came up, came back, and they were playing it, and I, I stopped over, and it was actually wicked, wicked, yeah. wicked fun. I want
0: to say Parkerhead. The uh, le- the newest Maybe like the second newest one Yes
1: Yes Yes, yes. Yeah we were we played playing
0: Over there uh, It wasn't Last Thanksgiving Wasn't it Might have been Thanksgiving Might have been uh, When we had that little Get together Like in May I want to say
1: It was one of the two Yeah 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 we were, was... Yeah we
0: made those Chickens or whatever And then we had that uh, Sous vide steak That we were experimenting with so We were trying oh. to like uh, Use the blowtorch to That sear was it. <laughs> No that's
1: true That was yeah. That was uh Yeah that was this past summer yep um no it was it was basically that game okay. but it was but the screen that the neighbor had it on was yeah he had that huge. projector yeah the projector the yeah that, that was, that was, was pretty bitching. sweet yeah dude so like we we're all like ripped and talking shit and oh yeah playing it. It was, oh yeah you have to <laughs> do mario i have to say like with mario kart in general like with all the versions there has there has to have been so much shit talk with people playing that. Oh, yeah. It's like, no,
0: especially the one on the Nintendo 64, because I just remember, like, you know, like, in my early days of, like, you know being, like, hammered with my friends. Like, they would always be, like, you know, the, in proper rotation. You'd have Mario Kart, like, at least every other time we were, like, playing that game, shit-faced. Oh, dude, like, I remember <laughs>
1: uh, when I was a kid, me and my brother would have competitions with Mario Kart and, and Goldeneye. Yeah, on yeah. On this, on... Because we had... Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo and then the sixty four and just shit talking mad. Yeah like kid, no, he like, had the
0: battle maps on sixty four, so like, you know, that that was always fun. Yeah. Especially if he had like four people like three other people to play with, I guess.
1: At four well, when you have like the the four player and the screen split four ways, dude, I I'm not gonna lie, I straight cheat. I st- I just yo, straight- yo, that's
0: like part part of like you know the the a game right there, man. Just
1: straight up like looking at everyone <laughs> else's screen and like eyeing mine. It was great. It was so so good. But anyway, back to the Halloween uh, fun. Yes, yes, yes. Halloween fun time. I've been kind of dabbling with the idea. Was it how's it pronounced? Sawin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Sam Hain for the uh, the American the American talk. <laughs> it's the old Gaelic um, like. It's basically like the Gaelic version of uh, Dia de los Muertos, okay—the Day of the Dead. Like
0: sometimes they call it All Saints' Day or All something. Saints' Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They
1: they uh, referenced it in the second Halloween movie, the, sequ- the yeah, first yeah, sequel, nineteen eighty one. Um, because the whole—I th- for my—I skimmed—I skimmed the Wikipedia page, which means I'm very well educated on the topic. If anyone has any uh, pointers <laughs> they want filled out, thanks Wikipedia. Yeah, thank you. Uh, oh, by the way, real quick, uh, can we just say hi to Mark Zuckerberg and the NSA? Hi, guys! Thanks for producing the show. Anyway, uh, apparently it's all about like letting the spirits loose. Yeah. Of you know wreaking havoc upon the living or the living coming to terms and embracing
0: mm, the yeah
1: yeah the eternal spirits. Because I didn't know this. That was the original idea behind Halloween, the movie, the original huh. movie. Was, you know, the idea that evil never dies. Uh, it's always lurking. It's always there, especially around this time of the of the year. You know, the whole thing with the solstice, uh, turning of the seasons, that whole thing. I'm pretty sure I'm missing about a thousand other points. So yeah, resurrection
0: which, in general, I guess. I mean, that's like the whole zombie thing. So
1: yeah, yeah. So
0: that's you know a lot of you know reflective themes that go along with the whole Halloween thing and resurrection. In, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think that's moot point.
1: No, I, I no. It's a. I think it's a very good point, like especially with the, like the first Halloween movie, because that's one of those ones, you know. For instance, where it's a dead-on classic. You can't deny it.
0: Oh yeah. You dude. know
1: you can, but you watch it now and people watch you know the original now and they are like, it's it's long, yeah. it's boring, and there's nothing happening. I'm like, yeah. Do you not get the sense of dread? That, that movie has because, like, yeah, you kind of have to,
0: like, you know, like, knock down your expectations, like, down to, like, you know, 1980s level.
1: I wouldn't even say knock down, but it's down.
0: like, you know, not even like, you know, just like take it less seriously, I guess.
1: I see, I, yeah. I would disagree with both of those points because I I don't think you should knock down your expectation to see anything, to see any movie, and you know, in general. But with something like, for instance, the original Halloween, where, yeah, you it, it takes a while to build there's that sense of mood and atmosphere, but I think what you should do is garner, garner uh, a level of patience because yeah, you're not going to see, you know, gut splattered and torture and, you know, saw hostile kind of shit, but just the way, like the, the pacing of the movie is very Hitchcockian Mm -hmm. where it's just, it's very timed out. It's, you know, it's slow moving. Uh, but I, I think the, the sense of, uh, of atmosphere that that movie has. Mm-hmm. You know, using the city of Haddonfield as a, a separate character. You know, that, that sort of embraces Michael Myers. I thought... Yeah,
0: okay, I see what you're saying.
1: And it's something that I think the sequels and even the the Rob Zombie uh, reboots... I, I didn't mind the first one. I... That, you know, I actually... I, I like a good origin
0: story, so... Well, yeah. The
1: the thing with the expectation thing that you just mentioned was... You know, I was wicked excited when when that happened. To see that he was... Because was, it was right off the cusp of uh, House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Yeah, yeah. Which I love, 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 love. And I, I, I'll get to that in a minute because I, I did see Three from Hell the other oh, night. Oh, hell yeah. So I, if, if anything, I'll, I'll give a review about that. um, And I was wicked excited. Like when I saw he was rebooting Halloween, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah alright, cool. Because yeah, yeah. he's a big... He's a big horror enthusiast. He's he's a dork. Oh, dude, he's yeah. a big nerd. Like <laughs> I, I love that. I I love that about him. He's a giant nerd, you know. In my in my sense, you know, like movies and music and shit, uh, TV or whatever. You know, like the mm-hmm. audiovisual. Not necessarily, you know, the comics. Although I'm sure he's a probably has a few comic books in his collection. Oh yeah. But yeah, I was wicked excited, and then I didn't see it when it was in theaters, and then. It was right after it came out on DVD, and that was like early Netflix when uh, net when Netflix uh, only gate only gave out DVDs. There was no oh, streaming. Dude,
0: yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like
1: a digital library.
0: Yeah, dude, I used to like like why is there so many like DVD services like mail like I think Blockbuster had their own too. Blockbuster
1: did. I remember uh, Hollywood Video, which was mm. the video store from in limo when I was a kid or a uh, teenager. Mm-hmm. Because when I was a kid It was Dave's video It was okay. It was just straight up That's all they had Was VHS Yeah
0: I used to go to what is it Video Connection In uh, Genoa That was like The weekly Like thing Like after like You know like a week of school like, we go there Like run like a movie Or a video game Or something and It was magic
1: Hell yeah Yeah <laughs> Fucking uh, Yeah Dave's video In Northland and Lima It was there It was right on the corner I think there's like a like a Saint Rita's Medical Center or something. It's in the it's in the strip mall where the old bowling alley and the uh place places. It's where Ray's supermarket was. I think it's Chiefs now. Okay. Uh but it was this place it was days it dude it just smelled like a doctor's office. I remember that. And like you have like the the VHS um, fucking Racks, yeah, the racks, but it had the 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 tape behind the cover.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying.
1: It it was so funny. Like I I will never forget the eggs. We always we'd always get like like Monster Squad, which is like a mid '80s send up Uh of you know the Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, Creature Little Black Black Lagoon. Mm -hmm. It's basically like Goonies meets old horror movies, like the Universal Monster Team
0: Up. Yeah, like like the, the
1: old Universal monster movies. Plus Goonies. That's all it was. And I, I, and uh, we'd get like... What's well, fucking... Ernest Scared Stupid.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lost dude. Lost Boys. Yeah, same. Oh, yeah. My dad used to get us the Ernest movies all the time. That was like... Watch that shit. That was like a Sunday thing. Like, Hell, yeah. Get like fucking Ernest That's movies. some Midwest
1: shit right yeah. there. The fucking Ernest <laughs> movies. Yeah, dude.
0: Ern... God, God bless Jim Barney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, I memories. <laughs> but
1: yeah, memories. Well, we'd get uh, like around Halloween time, we'd get all those movies and just binge watch them stay up all weekend just sit there in front of my TV and just watch them and I've, I've talked about this before I think I talked about this last year when um, when AMC first started doing like their monster or like just like their horror movie 24-hour uh, festival thing
0: yeah yeah
1: when they first started that I forget like the actual name of the show I, I do remember Bruce Campbell was, like, a host one night, and then Whoopi Goldberg was a host the next night, and somebody mm-hmm. else, Jodie Foster, whoever. But, like, <laughs> uh they would just show old horror movies, like, from, like, the 40s and 50s, like, through the 70s and 80s and stuff. You know, they'd save, like, the harder stuff for later in the night, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Fucking, uh... Uh, they had, like, some of the... Night the of the Living Dead. Night of the Living that. Dead. Like, yeah. they had... I, I, if I remember correctly, they showed some of, like, the Roger Corman Frankenstein mm-hmm. horror movies or, like, uh, the Vincent Price, like, Pit and the Pendulum, like, the Edgar Allan Ooh, Poe adaptations yeah. that he did. They'd have that shit, you know, on top of, like, you know, Frankenstein, Wolfman, the Mummy, Creature of the Black Lagoon, Son of Frankenstein, Creature of the Black Lagoon, Part 2, of The Blob, Them, uh... All the way, like uh Family Opera, whichever. Like I think, I think they showed like some of the old Silent movies too, like Nosferatu, yeah, yeah. Family Opera, and shit. And it was just on a loop. And every once in a while, they come in, have the host just like, like some goofy Rod Serling kind of interlude, you know, kind of <laughs> yeah. thing, and then just get right back to the movie. Uh Serpent in the Rainbow, Ooh, Wes Craven. Okay. Uh I think Angel Heart. I know Angel Heart wasn't on there. Serpent in the Rainbow was. I know that for sure. Um, like some, like the, like the Halloween and, uh, they had, I think, wow, what was it? It wasn't a solo on precinct 13. It was oh, fuck. something else. Whatever. <laughs> like, but like the litany, like it was like going into the library and just raiding the collection and just showing it. And it was awesome. It was awesome. And then for some reason they decided sometime down the line, Hey, we're just going to show all of the Halloween sequels. Or the Friday the Thirteenth sequels, like the the shitty ones too, hmm. or and they like have them on repeat and repeat and repeat, and it was it just lost. It's loster. But anyway, back to uh,
0: topic at hand.
1: Yes, when Rob Zombie's Halloween reboot came out, I was wicked excited for it because I'm like, all right it's yeah. gonna be different like we'll we'll see what happens Hall yeah can
0: you go wrong <laughs> I
1: Going with that. and then I watched it it was with my friend Don and his girlfriend at the time we got that on DVD and I was highly disappointed it was one of those ones where I was like my I didn't really there's a difference between excitement and expectation I didn't really have any expectation I just thought it was gonna be really cool and I was like uh, come on man oh <laughs> well, and that's the thing, like, like what you said about the origin story. Uh, I get that. Yeah, I I, get, I
0: can see why people would be disappointed. In a, it, though. a good or, a yeah. good
1: origin story is pretty it's not cool. Like
0: exactly like reminiscent of like the original.
1: Well, my my thing was that's the reason. Michael Myers worked in the first place, like, with the first, the original Halloween. Because it's
0: just, like, kind of like this mass evil, and you didn't know where the hell he came from, and, you know, that sense of not knowing. Like, that, yeah, that just definitely adds to the atmosphere. Exactly.
1: Like, what you know about him, outside of the fact that he killed yeah. his sister, and he spent 15 years in a mental asylum and an escape, yeah. and, and it's, it's, like it's coming a lot, back. Yeah, a lot of
0: the stuff that you're hearing about is, like, hearsay, so it's like, you know, like, folklore, almost. And it's all through the yeah.
1: doctors, Dr. Loomis's. Uh, Donald Pleasant's character it's all through his yeah. him, his retelling of what he saw and what he thought when he treated Michael in the Saint Asylum and that's all you got from it it was great I mean that's the reason Jaws works you only yeah. you only hear about the shark and then you see the shark and then you're like oh shit
0: oh fuck I get it yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah I was just not was not a fan I tried to watch the second one I'm like it's better than the original second one
0: yeah I haven't seen the second one so, I don't it, know, maybe be something worth watching. I mean, for the season anyway, so. It's, well. <laughs>
1: I've, like I said, I, I will say it's better than the original second one. Okay. But it's still, dis- I thought it was disappointing. Yeah. But, I will say this, I did see three from hell the other night. Yeah. And that was, a, on the flip side, I thought that was going to be a giant turd. When I saw that that was happening, I'm like... What the fuck? <laughs> are you serious, dude? What are you doing? Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly fuck enjoyed yeah. it. I I was pleasantly surprised by it because it it takes the path that you would assume it's going to take. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying not to give away any spoilers, just in case, because I I don't know if you have any interest in seeing it, or if anyone out there has an interest any, any interest in seeing it.
0: Remember, folks, we have respect for your desire to watch things first time through yeah
1: <laughs> smooth man you were one you were one suave fuck ben i swear eh you know i try <laughs> but uh you know like they they end up surviving they're in intensive care for x amount of time but like the first part of it is told through like newspaper clippings and like the news gets a hold of it and they become these big stars it's very uh natural born killers in a way okay where because of their crimes they end up being celebrities yeah
0: it has that like air of ridiculousness dude straight yeah. up
1: like, okay straight up yeah but he owned like rob Zombie owned it he owned up to all of it like all the shtick about it and he was just like it was probably the most fun like straight up fun out of the three because it's like Let's just have some fun, like literally, just let's have some fun with this one and see where it goes.
0: Yeah, no, I feel like that'd be the best way to do it. Like after, like you know, kind of being on the back burner for so long.
1: Yeah, yeah. One, it, it almost, it almost broke my theory. Of I have this theory with sequels, that any sequel past eight years from the first installment or the latest installment is going to be bad. And what I base that off of is Terminator 2. Terminator 2 was seven to eight years after the original Terminator.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's... It's
0: It's fantastic. fucking Terminator yeah. 2. I
1: mean, with all the plot holes and everything, it still holds up. Yeah. Like, the special effects are still fucking amazing. You can't... Hey,
0: no, it's an entertaining fucking flick. I it, mean, what are you going to do? Once again, that? it's
1: something I... And that's one of the ones I grew up with, too. Like, I fucking...
0: Dude, same, especially yeah. during
1: my Arnold phase like mm-hmm. I said this before Schwarzenegger was probably the first big word I ever learned how to spell yeah and I went through an Arnold phase hardcore like not even like trying to bodybuild or any of that shit just yeah, watching no, dude, all fucking yeah, movies I did not
0: watch the movie all the time like last action hero fucking that <laughs> fucking uh commando like shit dude, last action <laughs> hero
1: commando fucking total I didn't see predator,
0: predator until like I was like close to like 10 11 or whatever But like oh, that I, dude That was still A fucking awesome movie When I saw that like, Dude from like, the shit, Like from the ages <laughs> Ages
1: of like 9 to 12 It was Probably 13 I was all about The Schwarzenegger
0: Yeah dude
1: You know I I obviously had Robocop Which is still My thing And Die yeah, Hard And yeah, all that yeah. shit But it was all about the It was all about The Schwartz Oh
0: dude my, Me and my dad Used to watch The uh, Robocop uh, Serialized uh, TV show
1: Oh man Yeah man Man I tried I tried. There just wasn't enough blood. I didn't for know me. any
0: better. I was like fucking four years old at the point, so <laughs> like shit. Was, like I just knew it was RoboCop, and like I like yeah, so fucking, know, I was get his like you know a four year old could be.
1: <laughs> dude, it was it was awesome, bro. Like uh, like right after my birthday, this this past May, uh, the lady friend was like, hey, uh, let me make you dinner and we'll watch RoboCop because she had never seen it. I'm dude, like,
0: fuck yeah.
1: straight up had like a kid boner. I'm like, you want to watch RoboCop? Yeah. <laughs> and then right before we put it on, I just looked at her. I'm like, all right, just remember this. My parents let me watch this when I was eight. Keep that in mind. So like when Alex Murphy gets blown to shit, I looked at her. I'm just like eight years old. She's like eight year olds, dude. I'm like, pretty much, pretty much. I remember I texted my brother that. I'm like, oh, she's fucking watch, watch RoboCop. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, dude, if she, hasn't, if she hasn't noticed, you're fucked in the head. She, she will now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, don't let your kids watch that stuff, but let your kids watch that stuff. That's awesome. Anyway. Oh,
0: that, dude, definitely.
1: But yeah. With, with Terminator 2, like, <laughs> that's seven, eight years after the original, okay? So, this, you know, it was 2019. Devil's Rejects came out in 2004.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I remember right. seeing that yeah. at the
1: Dollar Theater with my brother and some friends when we were in high school. 2004, 2000, I think, 2004, 5, whatever. So, that's 14, 15 years. So, automatically, you know, according to my stupid dork theory, I'm like, it's going to be a piece of shit. On top of the fact that I'm like, really, dude? You're bringing them back? (laughs) So, I'm like, alright. But, the neighbor watched it, and he's a big fan of House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. And he, fuck, was gushing about it. I'm like, Hmm. he's like, the way that they, you know, own up to, like, all the influences and you know this shot, that stuff, this, that, and the other. Like the way they, the way that Rob Zombie just went full on and just owned up to everything he loved and blah 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 and all that stuff. I'm like, all right, you got me. Sold. And uh, Danny Welty went and saw it when it had that limited run in theaters Ooh. last month. And she's like, it's actually not bad. It's actually pretty good. Like if you if you like the first two, you'll love this. I'm like, all right, you got me. I sat down, and watched the dude, and I I enjoyed it because, he, like I said, he owns up to everything. There's a little, he actually kind of shows a little bit of uh, humanity with the characters. Yeah. Like all the in jokes, all the references that it has, all this stuff. Uh, I will divulge this part: in the third act, they go to Mexico. Okay. So I'm like, okay, it does doesn't go full Sam Peckinpah with it. The director who did uh, The Wild Bunch. Mm-hmm. And Straw dog, straw Dogs and um, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid did uh, Ride the High Country. Um, so, like, a lot of his films take place in the Southwest and Mexico. Uh, mm-hmm. Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia, which is one of the most criminally underrated movies ever, in my opinion. Fucking highly recommend. Ooh. 1975, Warren Oates. It's got Christopherson in a fucking uh, cameo. Very good. Anyway... So I'm like, if it just doesn't go full Sam Peckinpah, I'm like, then you're gonna lose me. It fucking did,
0: <laughs> you know? Oh,
1: yeah. Maybe not like in reference, but like the attitude and the whatnot that it has. I'm like, and then it brings back some a couple old characters, and then it folds in a couple new ones, and there's revenge and shit like that. But the way it plays out, I'm just like, all right. You got me, and plus, like, it's it's actually pretty it's pretty wicked funny. Like, if, like I said, if you get the end references and the jokes and shit that it has, like uh, a little bit of I get you know the obvious one to be like it's a little bit of Tarantino where it's like if you know what the reference is and you're like yeah <laughs> you know, but I actually recommend it if anyone has hasn't seen it. Whereas has any interest in seeing it, and if you fucking love House of the Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, I think you'll enjoy Three from Hell. Um, it's, like I said, it's the most fun, like, the straight, like, fun out of the three. Um, I prefer Devil's Rejects. I think Devil's Rejects is one of the great sequels, especially in yeah, horror yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, I think it's an f- absolute fantastic sequel, and I think it's a great standalone. Like, honestly, if I had to pick, like, horror movie, that would probably be it, to be honest. I... I Out of like the litany of horror movies that I've seen, I watched that probably definitely the most besides probably the original Frankenstein. Okay. And I've gushed about that to in previous episodes and to people in person. Probably last
0: Halloween, I want
1: to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we (laughs) we did this, the Halloween segment last year, I was fucking all about Karloff in that movie. And I I still think that's one of, for, for my money, it's one of the top 10 greatest performances on film. Is Boris Karloff in the original Frankenstein I fucking yeah. love him in that Because like his dead eyes The whole thing where he's just like Got his hands out And he just doesn't know what he's doing Because he's ba- he's a fucking infant Yeah Made out of human Yeah Corpse parts. meat <laughs> Cor- Corpse meat in a fucking sh- In an abnormal brain Yep Which To segue into that That's another movie I fucking watched this month It's goddamn Young Frankenstein Dude Which is one of the great Like Yeah like, man Lazy Saddles is classic. Young Frankenstein yeah. is the best movie Mel Brooks has ever done. Yeah. Young Frank and it's one of the great satire, not only like satire, but like parody, send ups, like, but it still has that love. Yeah. It has that love for the classic horror movies, but and which is one of the top it does everything top ten greatest like so comedies right. ever. Like it has seriously. to be. Yeah. It has to be. Like, honestly, on a if you catch me on a on a on a, in a good mood, I would probably vote that the greatest comedy ever. And I know that's, you know, everyone out there is just like, oh. I'm like, but just like once again, I've seen it a million times. I can quote it fucking Marty Feldman should have won an Oscar for best supporting actor. Gene Wilder yeah. Wilder's brilliant. Madeline Collins, brilliant. Peter Boyle is Frankenstein. Brilliant. Fucking Terry Gar brilliant. Like fucking course Leachman, brilliant. The dude who plays the cop, brilliant everything about that movie is fucking on point. I absolutely adore that movie. Hell yeah. So you're saying, what you're telling me is, I put an abnormal brain in a seven foot tall, 54 inch wide gorilla. Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) Quick, give him the set of give. Fucking every, like, that's one of those ones is like, it's like Big Lebowski in a way where, or excuse me, Big is like that in a way where like, you can quote almost every fucking line of that movie. and Because it's, every it's other so line so of that good. movie is gold. <laughs> yeah. It's gold. Igor, can you help with the bags? Certainly. You, you take the blonde, I'll take the one on the toy bin. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about it. But there's some other ones. Uh, I think last year, was it last year we watched Reanimator. Yeah, I think so. That I was, I was actually the first time uh, I had seen that. Once again, yeah, I'm sure there's that. people out there. No, like, what? Like,
0: it was like two years ago because Chris was still living in his old place.
1: Sure. Oh yeah. wait, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: No, that was the first time I saw it too. It was like the original. I because I saw like one of the later reanimator movies with my brother, I think. Yeah. But like that was like the first time I saw the original. It's like okay, now I can see like you know where the hype's at
1: because like the one I saw was like it was so fucking terrible. It must have been <laughs> one of the sequels because the original is yeah. classic. Yeah. That that, you know what that was another one. I I know I know cats that are like in more into like the cult horror movies, Mm -hmm. like Reanimator, the Lucio Fulci Italian giallo movies that are like super super fucking gory, Um, uh, Brain Dead, like the old Peter Jackson zombie movies or the horror movies, um, stuff like that. And those were the ones that I it wasn't I shied away from. I just never got around them, and I never really met people that were um, into them. Until I got older, mm-hmm. actually, one of the ones—it's not a horror movie. It should classify as a horror movie, but it'd be more uh, probably a suspense or thriller. And it's super, super fucked up. It is uh, Combat Shock? Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Trauma. Probably. The, oh, okay. Yeah. I the, got, like, as soon as
0: you said trauma, like okay, I get it. Dude, yeah. it's
1: dude, it's basically like if Trauma did The Deer Hunter, hmm. but and the guy, the Vietnam vet. He comes back home, he's fucking hooked on junk, uh, his wife has a mutant, it's like, it, basically if Troma did Eraserhead and Deer Hunter, plus heroin, huh. dude, it's fuck, <laughs> dude, it, cause like the guy, like at one part, like, he's all junked out, his veins are infected, he's trying to shoot up and he bursts like an infected bubble on his vein, it's all pus filled, and it's yeah. like, while he's having like this flashback of Vietnam. What was fucked up is, if you watch the trailer, you would think it's just like, just a regular trauma movie, where it's like, all the action, all the violence, all Vietnam veteran. you know, you think it's like a send up, send up of like Rambo. Yeah. You know, the kind of thing where it's like, but it's fucked up, like, I'll, fuck it, I'll, spoiler alert. Spoilers. Uh, At the end, he fucking kills his wife and puts his baby in a microwave. Jesus. And the baby like blows up in the microwave. and Well, it How has that, hell? like the trauma effects, you know, like yeah, yeah. They're, they're so outlandish yeah, and they're so gratuitous.
0: Exaggerated, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So
1: absolutely gratuitous, but on purpose. Yeah. But in this, like the atmosphere and everything's grind. It's like grimy New York, late 70s, early 80s. So it's like, you know, horrors and pollution and yeah. debt and Dystopian. drugs and exactly like <laughs> yeah. like real life dystopia just garbage bullshit existence but coupled with like this dude has severe ptsd he's fucking a drug addict and like at one point he's like i think he fucking knifes a dude for junk and it's just dude it's super super fucked up it's one of those ones like it's, it's a very good example of movies that uh, a movie that isn't a horror movie but is a hell of a lot scarier than a hell of a lot of horror movies mm. i would i would classify that as one definitely and well, especially like movies of that era as well you know late 70s early 80s you know the watergate vietnam syndrome kind of thing um what the hell are we doing where are we at as a country that kind of vibe mm-hmm. you know you could you could uh apocalypse now is another one you could, I think you could qualify that as a horror movie.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I
1: think that would qualify as a horror movie, like psychologically, like what you said. With you said you hadn't seen Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to. Cause okay. It was on like
0: uh, a couple streaming services, but they literally just took it off. So I was like, man, it's like it's like almost Halloween. Like, why would they take that off? Yeah. Like, shit.
1: You know, that's <laughs> th- those are great two great examples of, you know, like, psychological horror or psychological stuff is much more scary to yeah, me than, it's like
0: uh i don't know like a little more realism to it because like you know you the know way, like psychology works is like as it, it doesn't so yeah well i mean like <laughs>
1: you, you, and stuff like that you know people will live with it yeah yeah you know stuff like ptsd flashbacks shit like that drug addiction because of it you know trying mm. to escape, you know trying to escape that that you know i those are great examples. Um, fucking Taxi Driver, I think yeah. you could qualify as that. And Requiem for a Dream to a
0: degree, so yeah, in a different, in a different light, mm-hmm. I guess. But I, I consider that a horror movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's you late, could. But, yeah, I'm. It's like horrifying. So,
1: <laughs> well, another one. Um, I I want to say I've talked about this too. Would be like you know, like Bad Lieutenant, the original with Harvey Keitel. Okay, where. You know he's an absolute dirtbag uh, scheming drug addict uh, he's just he's a man he's basically a man living in hell uh, and he's trying to find these the perpetrators of this rape that happens to a nun on in the church on the pulpit they fucking sodomizer with a crucifix Ooh. but at the same time he's a giant pile of shit he's like scheming people out of money he's making gambling bets that he can't pay off Uh, all this other stuff you know it's just depictions like that you know I think are very horrific and I think stuff like that like I said is it's scarier to me than Michael Myers or Jason or Freddy Krueger or whatever you Mm. know or you know Dracula you know as as great and as classic as those characters are don't get me wrong Something like uh, a Travis Bickle or Colonel Colonel Kurtz, you know, in Apocalypse Now, that like a character like that, because like I said, you know those motherfuckers exist or yeah. have existed, yeah. and or they're still out there, you know. They call them incels now, apparently, which I still think is a hilarious sub group. Yeah, <laughs> which at least I'll, I'll tell you, I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk about the Joker movie, the new one, because I like. I, before we went yeah. on, before we went on, I was. No, you don't
0: want to give spoiler. I mean, that yeah, is, I don't want to spoil it for anyone new. who hasn't seen it. Go see it already, you jackasses.
1: Yeah, if you haven't, I I'm highly. Sorry,
0: I didn't mean to say that. I love you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a kiss. There you go. We forgive you, Nate. But okay, <laughs> uh, I didn't want to talk about it, but it's a good segue. I. It's been charged with like glorifying incels. I don't see it. I, I yeah. mean, I it's get a, it's
0: a movie.
1: I well, I get where people are <laughs> saying that it's like, you know, this guy he yeah. he can't live with himself. He can't get a day. He can't do this. He can't function in society. So his only way of doing so is acting out. Mm-hmm. I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. Yeah. In in this movie,
0: and it is an individual. So well, it,
1: yeah. it, it, He's got a mental fucking illness. Like yeah, the I. I'm trying to shave away at some of the details Just for your sake Fair enough What they do is They um, The character has a neurological Damage He has neurological uh His brain's fucked up Yeah So that And because of that He can't adapt to society He's just awkward mm-hmm. as hell to begin with You know like they charged uh, Travis Bickle's character Apparently now he's an cell. I'm like Hmm I I think it goes a little bit further than that, with those characters because to me, from what my limited knowledge of of what incels are the involuntary celibates. I roll my eyes underneath the sunglasses.
0: <laughs>
1: are just like, they don't seem to have a mental illness or a mental impulse. They're just
0: just kind of like awkward fucking losers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean and. I know what it, I I kind of know what that's like to be a loser and socially awkward, yeah, yeah, but I didn't fucking yeah. blame anyone. Mm-hmm. It was just who I am.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, you know, after uh, if, if you reach a certain age, you can just kind of accept it. I mean, it's kind of weird when you're a teenager, but yeah. <laughs> fucking
1: adapt and overcome. Rub one out. Yep, go buy a yeah. suit. Take care of yourself. Personal hygiene. Fucking wear deodorant. Whatever. Yeah, haircut. <laughs> you know, try 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 to try to do something so that it will help change how you feel about yourself. But the thing with like say um. Arthur Fleck, which is Joaquin's character's name in the in the Joker movie. Mm. He's literally fucked in the head. And he can't do anything about it. And the services that he has, the, the small amount of social services end up getting taken away. Uh, his whole world kind of crumbles piece by piece because of society or people lying to him or people who have hurt him in the past. Stuff like that. So it's very tax driver-ish in that regard. Very... Uh, And then combines with the whole King of Comedy references, um, which is another Scorsese film, the film that he did after Raging Bull, where uh, hence why De Niro's cast as the game show host. Okay. So, and then you come to find out they're kind of, not in on the gig, but they're part of it. Yeah. Where they're trying to, like, point their finger and laugh at him. Yeah. And so he ends up acting out, and then I'll try to stop right there. And there's other things too where it basically fucks with his head, you know. He has neurological damage; he can't really control his impulses. But I don't. The whole insult thing, I don't. I don't. I don't see that. Yeah. Like these are damaged. Like the like the Arthur Fleck, Rupert Pupkin, who's De Niro's character in King comedy, and Travis Bickle. You know, for instance, because those are the main three that are mm-hmm. referenced in the Joker movie. Arthur being obviously being the main character they're mentally impaired like Rupert Pumpkin was probably the closest one to an incel because he just doesn't get it he's a narcissist and he's a little creep who's trying to track down Jerry Langford who's Jerry Lewis's character okay to get on a show but he just doesn't understand the word no he keeps coming back he keeps coming back. He stalks Jerry. He uh, goes to his country club home and shows up there and like, hey, I thought we had a deal, you know, kind of thing. And they end up kidnapping him to, mm. for him to get a spot on a show. By the way, King Comedy is absolutely fucking brilliant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was trash
1: when it came out in 82. And I hope any critics that are still alive who wrote those negative reviews are eating those words because King Comedy is fucking brilliant. Yeah, worms fucking- are
0: eating them in their graves right now.
1: Or if they're still if they're still alive, they're eating the paper. Like, but uh, like even Scorsese has said that De Niro's performance in King Comedy is his personal favorite that he's given in his films. Think about oh, yeah. think about that for a second. Yeah,
0: well, that's got that's got to account for something.
1: Uh, I'd say so. Yeah. When you have <clears throat> Mean Streets, uh, Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, King Comedy, fucking the Cape Fear remake, Goodfellas, um, Casino now The Irishman, whatever.
0: Let's go on
1: New York, New York. <laughs> but to say that's the favorite. Anyway, the,
0: I, would, I would say
1: he's the closest to like an incel. Whereas Arthur Fleck um, and Travis Bickle, they're fucking psychologically damaged people. And they just can't adapt to society. And it's not like a refusal to adapt. It's the fact that it's not. It's not like society's leaving them behind.
0: Well, well, society. Well, well, has society, still well no, them. no, no,
1: no. Society, society is leaving, leaving them behind yeah. because they're out on the, on the drift. But, I I don't see that charge as sticking, mm-hmm. and I think, I've I've been half tempted because like when because the Joker movie had been out because I saw it last uh, I saw it this past Sunday okay, um so it had been out for. Almost a month Three weeks Three weeks-ish And I kind of like skimmed uh, Online Like some of the News sites or Facebook That I, I I look at You know They have their Their op-eds About the movie And you know Their reviews about the movie And their take on the movie Which is That writer's take on the movie Which is Subjective <laughs> You know you, you see where I'm going Yeah so I just avoided them. I saw the like the headlines of the article, but I avoided them altogether. I didn't read any of them. So I was halfway tempted to go back and read them after I saw the movie, but now I'm like, I'm just gonna disagree or think it's a poorly written article and stop reading it halfway through. And I'm not saying that there has been, there hasn't, there has not been a decent write up about the movie, but I think this whole idea of everyone's a critic. Yeah, We ha- We gotta move past that It yeah, has yeah, to yeah. But I'm guilty of it
0: Everyone's I'm, their I'm, own I'm, fucking guilty. So. I'm fucking guilty I'm fucking guilty of
1: it I'm the same way I, If If you want to charge me as a hypocrite Then I guess I'm fucking guilty of that In this regard
0: You're a hippie But you're not a crate
1: I don't know What the fuck does that <laughs> even mean I don't know <laughs> <laughs> It's but It's I, phonetic yeah. <laughs> And prophetic But um. Uh, I will say, um, I did like it. I did like the Joker movie. Um, I thought Joaquin was pretty phenomenal. I think his characterization of that origin story. And once again, like they said to hell with all the DC comics and basically made their own story. Taken a lot from Taxi Driver and King comedy. Yeah, yeah. So if you're familiar with those films, anyone out there watching, listening, that's kind of what to expect. Especially those two movies. Um, I thought I thought the movie did a very good job of holding it together. Um, I was pleasantly surprised that the director of the fucking hangover did a very good job. Yeah. Um, I always
0: liked like his like visual style. I felt like he could do a lot with that. I mean I mean he's kinda using it in a ridiculous way, but Well you know, I, I don't I think, think, I think he still knew his way around that sort of shit.
1: It he he didn't get he how do I put this? He didn't get in the way of the material, I felt. Yeah, okay. Um I thought I thought he did get a, did a good job of pacing. I think the story's pretty well-rounded. There's a few jabs that it takes, I think. Okay. At um the Batman origin story. Mhm. I I giggled. Yeah. Um
0: cuz like the disaster was the killing joke animated movie. I mean
1: I like that. If you read the comic,
0: you you wouldn't like it as much, I think.
1: I've, I've, I've picked, I've picked and pieced through the, through the comic. My friend gave it to me on a digital format. Yeah. Um, I'm always a sucker for Mark Hamill as a joker though, so.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, he did a good job, but like, just like all the extra weird shit that they added for like shits and giggles, I guess. Well,
1: and and, and once again, I'm not very familiar with any of the comics, so anytime like, a Batman Joker, whatever comes out, I'm just taking it taking it as face value. Fair enough. So that's yeah. that's my mark against me, you know. Not because I have said a million times, I I didn't grow I didn't grow up reading comic books. I grew up reading comic strips. I know a hell of a lot more about Garfield and Beetle Bailey than I do fucking Batman. <laughs> and I got, I got a decent
0: amount of both. Like I was I was a big Farside.
1: Oh, wow, you know? Farside! Yeah. The Farside was the shit, dude. Yeah. We we have the collection like all of the Farside books. I had so
0: many Farside books. Dude,
1: Ga- Dude, Gary Larson? I keep forgetting about that motherfucker. I keep forgetting Gary Larson plays such such yeah. a. Uh, my,
0: my sense of humor is totally based around yes. that. I was just gonna <laughs> like,
1: like Gary Larson. I I
0: like Gary Larson meets Mitch Hegberg is me.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I I keep forgetting how much of an impact Gary Larson and those Farside books had, but. Let's let's get to that in a second. I I want to finish up this bit about Joker. Okay. Because I I posted on on my personal feed, uh, (laughs) and I'll say this. Joaquin Phoenix is a better Joker than... Joaquin becoming the Joker? Yeah. Better than Heath Ledger as the Joker. (gasps) (gasps) Uh, uh, Yeah. I said it. I said it. I fucking said it. said it on air. That's why we're doing it. On air. Don't get me wrong, Heath Ledger as the Joker, very good, very good. One of the uh, few redeeming qualities about the Dark Knight, cause I, I don't feel that movie has as much repay, replay value as a lot of people give it credit.
0: Uh, I've only seen it a handful of times, and yeah, I mean, I can see myself watching it more than like once a year, I guess. So. Yeah,
1: but I, you know, I thought he, I thought Heath Ledger was a good job, did a good job. I also. I also tend to believe that him dying added credibility to the role.
0: Yeah, I mean as I'm not knocking him for as, it, but I think the the I mean, society That's how the crow became so well
1: known. He's, oh, that's a perfect fucking example. Yeah. That's a dude fist, That's a perfect example. Yes, because The Crow as a movie itself, Eh? but eh, Yeah. It's not bad, mm-hmm. but when you when you find out and realize that Brandon Lee died making that, you're like Yeah, it's like Damn. Oh, wow. Okay, this is now the, the subtext Of the material Becomes a little Dude, heavier Like
0: the way he died That was just man, That was shit
1: Fucking dumb
0: Got shot By a live round Because they used A
1: live round Instead of a fucking blank Cause the prop <laughs> The prop guy Didn't check it Yeah He didn't and check the gun Shit <laughs> Like and it, Like literal Freak ac- I mean the same way His dad died A freak accident mm-hmm. In a way Cause the story About Bruce Lee Was that You know If you Want to believe The conspiracy theories The Chinese government Had him uh, Had him offed yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, anything's possible. Apparently, apparently, the guy that taught It Man killed him, you know, gave him the one-two punch to the heart. Yeah, yeah. Kill Bill style. But then, I there's the story, I it was an audio clip of Chuck Norris, because Chuck Norris was a student yeah. of Bruce Lee's. And also, Bruce Lee killed him. Yep, and Jackie Dragon, Chan, too. And Jackie Chan, yes. Yep. Killed, killed them both, on screen. Mm-hmm. Same way, broke their necks. Anyway, um... It was, like, from the m- early mid-80s, I think. Chuck Norris is at some convention or whatever talking about, like, no... It was, like, com- some commemorative thing about... With Bruce Lee, like, his birth or his death or whatever. And he was talking about it and kind of clearing things up. like yeah, yeah. You know, because enough time had passed that they can, you know, talk about it and whatnot. And according to Chuck Norris, um, one of the reasons... The main, the biggest reason that Bruce Lee Had an aneurysm and died from it Was He was taking multiple prescriptions
0: mm, And okay. the
1: prescriptions He he was seeing Multiple doctors who were prescribing him Multiple drugs And they Chemical
0: cocktail, chemical death.
1: cocktail mix and match yeah. And popped his fucking, his blood vessel In his brain
0: Damn. And
1: that's what did it So, and that, that's according to Chuck Norris So
0: yeah, you know, I don't think he would lie about that sort of shit. Because yeah. I guess, I guess Bruce Lee was
1: taking medication, like pain medication for his back. Uh, he was taking medication for a couple other things. Yeah,
0: I mean, a lot of that shit's like blood thinner, so I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like so a
0: mixture of like blood thinners and like blood thickeners. Well, yeah, they'll they'll fuck with. Yeah, you know, your blood. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, but, <laughs> to say the least.
1: But that's the story about that is that it was basically a chemical cocktail of prescriptions, and that's what did him in. Which, oddly enough, that's how Heath Ledger got done in was yeah. taking eighty-five fucking prescriptions and for anxiety and depression and I'm this pretty that sure. and the other. What was
0: it Wayne Static, too? Really? I think so. Wow. So I think he was, like, weaning off, like, all, like, he used to do, like, pills a lot, but then he was, like, weaning off him, and then I think it was just, like, him taking, like, medication, and he accidentally took it with, uh, like, alcohol, and from him being already, like, damaged as fuck, he just kind of, like... Dropped. Yeah. Fuck, man. Just said. Fuck.
1: Damn. That's, like, the story about heard about Steve Adler, the original drummer for Guns N' Roses. Mm. Dude gave himself a stroke by doing so much blow and heroin Jesus he yeah li-
0: speedballs will do that to you man
1: cause he tried to kill himself yeah he literally tried to kill himself and ended up he had a fucking massive stroke and that's why he talks out of the corner of his mouth for the last 25 years
0: shit son. kind
1: of thing or like the story that I heard about Richard Pryor like the whole bed burning incident where he was free and his fucking bed blew up on him oh damn and he caught fire and was in the hospital for several weeks you know yeah. with third degree burns fuck I've up. heard I've I, saw something about him where there, people were talking about him and they are like, yeah, that wasn't an accident. He was trying to fucking kill himself. Shit. He was trying to fucking OD smoking crack and fucking, they, they said something effective like, yeah, uh, him burning his bed up and catching fire actually saved his life. Huh. Because he was, according to the story, he was streaking down, I think it was Sunset or some shit, butt naked, on fire, and people were, that's where they came and put him out and rescued his ass and yeah. took him to the hospital and shit, like,
0: hey eh? yeah, he could have easily just, like, fallen asleep in a puddle of his own puke, and, you know, that, about blah, Yeah, like, so it.
1: many other rock stars. Yeah. But, they're just people in general. Yep. Jim, John Belushi, but. Rest in peace. But, anyway, uh, altogether, I thought Joker's pretty well done. Hell yeah. Um, I, as a movie, I don't think it's better than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: I still need to see that one. God, you still haven't yeah. seen it?
1: Yeah. All I'm th- so
0: bad at keeping up on movies.
1: <laughs> what I'm excited for is uh, Irishman's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm not so excited about is it's being released in theaters on the 1st, on November 1st. Mm-hmm. It's not even coming around here until the 22nd or 23rd. Like Blooming- Bloomington or Bloomfield in Michigan. Are you doing like a film tour? What they're doing is according according to my research is they're doing limited release at specific locations. I don't know i, I it's a deal that um Netflix has with a certain theater chain because mm. what I think they're doing is completely trying to completely avoid. AMC theaters, which yeah. is Chinese owned, I believe.
0: Yeah, and that's like unless you're like Cinemarks and shit like that.
1: Yeah, or Franklin Park or whatever yeah. has that. But they're they they have their the deal was they weren't even going to release it in theaters to begin with. They were just going to put it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. But Scorsese was like, "I want it shown in theaters. It has to be shown in theaters. That's all my films have been shown in theaters, even on a limited release." Because his last film Silence Which I fucking haven't seen Was a limited release Because it's an art house film mm. Which art house cinema, cinemas are dying And that was one of the beefs That he's had with the whole Marvel thing As of late You know it wasn't necessarily Criticizing Marvel movies It's the production yeah. And the distribution of Marvel yeah. movies You know Whereas You know The theater chains once a marvel movie comes out that's all they're fucking showing. And so like the smaller films, the art house cuz there's no fucking art house cinemas anymore. Yeah, they're there but yeah. you got to drive an hour or two out of your way to even go to one. Mhm. You know, thank goodness Ann Arbor's close. They have those. You know, but across the country, there used to be there used to be a litany of them back in the day. Okay. But since the chains started taking over, those got smaller and smaller and yep. kept yep. being shut out. So his whole thing was not necessarily about Marvel movies. It's about the production distribution, you know, whereas Marvel, as far as the production goes, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring people in. We're going to have them do this. And then we're going to have our product and then we're going to distribute it to fucking 85,000 theaters across the world. And that's, that was one of his gripes about it was, you know, smaller films are getting harder and harder to see in theater. Yeah And if you don't hear about it It's gotta be through word of mouth And even if it's on Netflix If you don't know about it You're not gonna watch it Yeah Or have any interest And to the way it. limited
0: releases work Like there's A short amount of time and you get to go and see it yeah. So you know You have like A certain amount of time To hear about it And if you do or you don't Then you're probably gonna miss it Yeah Regardless Which kinda sucks
1: And so with The Irishman Is It originally was not gonna be Netflix was Going back and forth About whether or not To even put it in theaters or just have it on streaming. But I guess he went and vouched for it and said, "I would let's put it in theaters, have a run. So what they did, I guess, is put it in limited viewing or limited showings, uh, non-AMC-ran theaters. I'm, I, if anyone out there wants to correct me on that, feel free. Um, and then at the end of the month on Thanksgiving, which is the 27th, I believe. Mm-hmm that's when it's going to start streaming mm. but it's it's like they have a whole uh website set up for it to show where uh what what theaters and what cities it's going to be in and it's like you know the big markets like new york new york la um markets like that like like just it's kind of like pepper throughout the country there's a few like toronto i know mm. is one of them and But the, I was surprised Because they're not Showing it in Detroit Or Ann Arbor It's The closest one Is uh, Bloomfield I believe In Michigan huh. Okay But it's like Three or four days Before it starts streaming Is when That theater Is going to show it So I'm like I want to see it in theater Yeah I'll sit there For three and a half hours I don't give a fuck Like I fucking want to see it It's my It's my Avengers mm-hmm. Like those five I've always wanted to see In a movie together And working in Blah 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 said a million times on this fucking podcast. You know, every anyone who's even remotely listened to, to me blabber about it in the last fucking 3 months knows I have a giant boner that's poking through the screen, you know. Can you see it? Yeah, no, it's right in your eye right now. It's your <laughs> my boner is right eh, right here as you're watching this. But so they're going to do that. It's going to go on Netflix at the end of the month next month. So I'm like fuck Want to see it in theater, but there's not even really a point to, because that's good. it's a three and a half hour movie. It's going to be at least a forty five minute hour drive, mm-hmm. you know, to the theater and back. So that's like five it's six hours. Be like Twelve
0: bucks for tickets on top. Of I'll that. pay that. I don't yeah. give a damn. I don't yeah. care
1: how much it costs. I'll pay twenty bucks to go see it in theater. What I'm cheesed about is that it's so close to the streaming date, to where yeah. it's like there's no even no point to go see it in the theater. I you know I might as well just. Stay stay at home and fucking stream it, and you know, so I can pause it and take a piss if I want to grab a beer or whatever, get something to eat, whatever. But anyway, I'm wicked excited for that. That's going to be the one where uh, we were were talking the other night about like the whole Oscar race, you know, that we're going into the the awards season and the awards movies are coming out and blah blah blah. So, but those are. You know the three movies I've been wicked excited to see all year I've seen the first two you know once upon a time in Hollywood and the Joker movie both have been on par to say the very least you know once upon a time in Hollywood I it blew away any expectation I had flipped it on his ass Joker I didn't Mm -hmm. really have like an expectation but I was very curious because of the direction that it was going and you know Basically telling DC to piss off And kind of creating like a completely new Different sort of thing And I don't even think that The DC logo showed up in the Opening credits No, when I, when I, saw don't think, it. I don't think it does It was great Which was even fantastic But then now the Irishman's coming out And, and I'm, that's another one I've been staying away from the reviews Everyone's like The critics are just lauding it And like, it's, it's amazing, it's this, that, and the other And people have come out and they're like It's Fucking great So I'm just like Whatever Yep I'll wait till I see it Hey man
0: just enjoy it Whenever you find The time to enjoy it
1: Yeah But Um Yeah So Where are we at Uh we're Just over an hour We're over (laughs) an hour Yeah Jesus Christ
0: Yeah we've had a good time I think
1: (laughs) Well On that note I think uh Well it helped uh because when we, when we started doing it, the, the screen was up and I was looking at myself and I started getting all, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I'm looking at myself. No, I know.
0: I'm a dude playing a wall. dude, the another dude, you know. <laughs> yes.
1: But uh, we don't have, I don't have any, we don't have any new music for this one, so I think we'll just let this one ride out. Probably, Play the
0: music inside of your head. Yeah. Maybe Use or, your imagination.
1: Or maybe just, uh, put the atomic bomb explosion at the end of it, whatever something else I'll find
0: something we'll find something Uh, I'll put a word out on Reddit like hey who has some free music they want to put on a podcast or (laughs) something
1: play a little ditty on your guitar or something yeah
0: yeah we'll figure something out
1: but um (laughs) in the meantime folks thanks again this is our actual first webcam audio visual episode you get to actually look at us just chit chat and we're like
0: babies in the infancy of our video declaration of
1: well, and it's also, yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's also like, you know, like I had a couple of people ask me why we haven't done any video, and I'm like, you know, I was still trying to get used to the, still, excuse me, still getting a hang on, like, talking to a microphone, and yeah. now that we're doing that and been doing that, might as well get yeah. some video. That, that's
0: kind of like, part of the point of, like, getting, like, a better rig is, like, so I can actually, like, do video editing and shit. Yeah. And now I got the perfect rig to do video editing and shit, which nice. is, nice. where it lines up quite nicely.
1: Very nice. But... Until next time, folks, Ian Hubbard, Nate Fitch. Enjoy your Halloween holiday. Uh, spook the devil, yeah. raise the spirits, eat candy, watch movies. Yeah. Do have all a good the time. things. Dress up, get crazy. Have a good time. Be safe. Uh, and until next time, we shall catch you. Also, one more thing. Yeah. Twitter, Moon Tower Podcast. SoundCloud, European Ian. Uh, Instagram, European Ian. Facebook, Moon Tower Podcast. We're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. Hit us up. Comment on the link below when this post. Thanks for sticking with us, folks. We'll be back next week.
0: Vote for Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.